0: Well, welcome back to The Sean Trey Show. I have an awesome guest with me today. Now, would you like to tell people who you are and what you do?
1: Hi, everybody. My name is Frances Pratt. Um, I'm a musician in Nashville, Tennessee. I do, like, Americana-type music. So, yeah.
0: Very, very cool. Now, now... Um, we were talking before we started recording about the the situation with Adele and the reporter not listening and I did listen I did go through listened on Spotify and I went through uh your music and I, I really enjoyed it now uh, I was noticing I, I was I was trying to pick up a vibe and um who 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 are some of your inspirations because I was trying to place I was hearing your music and I was like, Hmm. Trying to like sit there and think about like because you're Americana, but you've got this this special style. Thank and you. tell me about your style and kind of where did you get your inspiration from?
1: Yeah, so I my both my parents are musicians actually, um, and they when I was young, by that time they were past their prime and they had kind of morphed into a cover band um, of like classic oldies and stuff like that so i grew up just like listening to them play all of that stuff so that's kind of my comfort genre i like classic rock and listen to a lot of eagles love and spoonful uh, linda ronstadt that kind of vibe um but you know i i like modern music too i think it's been an interesting journey kind of like in songwriting you mimic what you listen to so i've got this old influence mixed with this newer style and it just kind of comes out i'm from the south too so it kind of comes out a little country sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um i'm pretty big on not kind of putting yourself in a box you know i don't really stick to any genre just for the sake of doing it i just kind of write what i feel and what happens happens (laughs) for the sake of the song i'm willing to go any direction you know production wise so
0: well and that's the thing is it's i i think that um we have this, this idea. And, and I think it was something that was kind of perpetuated by the record companies. Right. And and there's a reason that they did it is like, they needed to know how to market someone. Right. And so like, they're like, you know, you're that, you're that rock kid. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah we're going to, we're going to you got to do rock music. Well, what about if I like blues? Not really what you want to be doing. And there were these people that were just, you know, always like kind right. of in your ear going, do this, do this. But we've entered this time where like people kind of get to play with their styles and and you know cross into different genres, which is really awesome.
1: Yes, you know? and I yeah, and being an independent artist, I think is a huge honestly. Um, it's an advantage to the artist to be independent There's nowadays. A lot of freedom. There's yeah. so much freedom, and you know everyone has access to you know release their music and on Spotify yep. and iTunes and everything and. Uh, the listener has access to more music than ever before. So, I mean, I think, I think it works in our favor,
0: but I think so. I, and I think that there's this, um, granted, there's still a big money system in sure. in promotion. However, however, the reality is, is if you know how to use your social media, if you know how to kind of work the system, you can be getting yourself out there into the circles that you know you want to be getting into without having to worry about it.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. Now,
0: now, um, talk to me about your music. Now, how did you? begin getting into music. Now you said your parents are musicians, but that doesn't say where where you got the bug from. When when did you start really, you know, going down the rabbit hole?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, as soon as I could like walk and talk, my parents put a guitar in my hands and put me in piano lessons and taught me how to write a song. And, you know, when I was six or seven, I remember them sitting me down and being like, This is how you write a song. You know, this That's is the awesome. first chorus bridge. Now go make us some money or something. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been doing it since I was as young as I can remember. Um, And I, you know, I started recording a little bit. My dad um, is a studio owner. And so I got to record a little bit in high school. And um, then I, I moved to Nashville. I came to Belmont University, um, you know, where obviously you're surrounded with like tons of musicians and like the best of the best in the recording world and things like that. And I got to take some classes on demo production and things like that. And, um, you know, really got into that side. And then by the time I graduated, I was ready to join my dad and his studio and we created a little production company. So I've been, you know, able to produce my own music and that process. I love being in the studio. You know, I write Right. Since we own the studio, I can be in the studio as much as I want. Um, so you know, writing, recording, producing, and all kind of like merges into one for me. Um, so, but I, you know, I can have a song ready in an hour or like three weeks. It just depends on the song. So
0: right, and, and I think that that's that's the beauty that you have um it, it, but you know and, and i would say i was going to say the beauty that you have because you have a studio of uh, mm-hmm. accessible but you know anyone can have a facility like all you need now is, uh, is is some type of digital audio converter you know your you know whatever you know you're right. using for the, you know that conversion plus a mic and a computer and a yeah. daw so true. Probably some, probably some headphones would be.
1: Yeah. would well. <laughs> <It'd> be nice, <laughs> but, but it's right. <laughs> you not know,
0: Yeah, but that's about it. That's what that's what you really need, and and if you yeah. can have that, and you know, granted, if you you know play an instrument, it's probably quite important. Yeah, but right there, you've got enough to kind of put things together. You know, and maybe yeah. you don't have to pay an instrument. You can collaborate with people. You know, right? And well, so yeah, it, I was it,
1: actually reading an interview with Phineas recently, who's a you mm-hmm. know big producer right now, and he was talking about how you know, you at home have the same tools that I had when I was starting out. And that, right. I think that's so empowering.
0: If I could ask you, what did, if, if you could go back in time and give some advice to a younger version of yourself, what advice would you give yourself?
1: Gosh. Um, probably to just, you, no, be- no, no,
0: no, no, no time variance. We're not changing things. Just advice. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, probably to just be patient because I think really? a lot of young people experience this, you feel like you're running out of time. I know in high school, I felt like, oh my God, I have to record a song. I have to get a song out or I'm going to be past my prime because look at all these Disney stars, like coming out with music. And, <laughs> you know, I'm old because I'm not the youngest person to do something. You know, I'm I,
0: not 12 and doing it. What's right. happening? <laughs>
1: exactly. I mean, it does. It puts a lot of pressure on, on a young person who has a desire to create, you know, it does not matter how many people know who you are or know what you're doing. As long as you're enjoying what you're creating, you know, yep. you'll be able to do amazing things. If you focus on your craft and you invest in yourself, um, then yeah. you can, you, then you can give to others. Then you can pour out. Um, so just be, you know, be patient and be gracious with yourself and listen to criticism that is constructive, but you know, cut out, the stuff that is not, you know, if somebody's just telling you you suck, you don't need that. But if somebody's saying, "Oh, I think you could work on this," then yes, listen to that. But yeah, just believe in yourself. Don't like that. Don't sell yourself short.
0: And I think that, that I love that 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 second part is um, see, believe in yourself. And I think those are two sides of a coin: believe in yourself and don't sell yourself short. Because believe in yourself is. Is is have the courage to try and do things, but don't sell yourself short is also an important part about having boundaries,
1: yes. like having
0: boundaries with other people and having boundaries, you know, with yourself, like, Hey, we're not going to, we're not going to quit until we give this a chance. You know mm-hmm. what I
1: mean? Right.
0: And so I think that people are so willing to, to stop because. Yeah. and you talk about having patience because I'm not going to lie, man. I I'm, I'm, I'm 60 some odd episodes in on my podcast and I'm loving it and it's fun. But then today I was just like sitting there and I was like, I was a little bit tired (laughs) and, and I was like, I could really, I would really love to like have a couple editors doing all the editing for me. But the problem is, is because it's the story I want to tell, I still have to sit there and do it. Yes. I still have to sit there and watch it and kind of do everything. So even if I get someone to do it, it's not going to save me that much time. Right. But I, I, there was this moment where I was like a little discouraged and I was like, Sean, and I'm just going to behind myself. And I was like, you
1: can do it. You can, do it. <laughs> you can, you can. And you know, it, it, you need to refuel your yourself yep. in order to yep. do the best job. You need to do that. The world can yeah. wait for a second.
0: Yep. Um, well, and I think it's about knowing what is the, the the thing that refuels you, you know, what is it that gives you your energy and what is it that motivates you? And for me, honestly, it's my daughter yeah. and um, spending time with her and she, she's just, you know, a little beautiful angel in my life, but she's also a motivating factor. Every single time that I want to do something good for her or something, I'm like, you know, the only, only way I'm going to get there is if I'm putting in work. And so... It's yeah. that fire.
1: So true. And she'll see well, that and she'll use that in her life. I promise.
0: I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I, and I think that that's the thing though, too, is like a couple of people have come onto the podcast. Thank you for saying that. That actually really was. Of
1: course. Fun. No, I mean it. I mean it. She's going to see what you do and she's going to emulate you. So, I hope
0: so. Well, good. And the bad. <laughs>
1: <She> <laughs> the fact of, that you I'm, care is a great start, you know?
0: Now, now do you have any fun projects that you're working on that you'd like to tell people about?
1: Yeah, so I just came out with a new song called Sunliner Drive. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote that one with a really good friend of mine, um, Jack Jordan. You should also check out her music. She's fantastic. I will Um, look
0: her up. I'll get her on.
1: Yeah, please do. Um, But... I just did that. And I, we have a music video coming out in a few weeks for that, which is exciting. So follow me on everything so you can see it. And then, um, I'll have an EP coming out at the beginning of next year. So I'm very excited about
0: it. Very cool. Yeah. And very I'll, cool.
1: I'll be playing some dates. I'm planning a little tour right now. So keep, uh, keep up with me and maybe you can see me somewhere.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <sighs>